Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. We're going to be diving into an interview with Paula Brown in just a second here. This woman is such a powerful, powerhouse, powerful human being, connecting you with love, helping you to reconnect with your purpose, tap into your, your pets and all their gifts that they have to share with you. So definitely stay tuned because we are just getting started. And specifically, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. You're showing up here. You're diving into your wisdom and the wisdom of experts and people who are here to guide you and lead you into your greatest possible self. So thanks for being here. Stay tuned. Keep tuning into the marathon, to the podcast, and however we can support you, let's discover, let's figure it out, and uh, play together. Let's do it, okay? Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by, let's put it on the screen, Logics. Logics says, such passion and high energy. Chris provides such enthusiasm in all he does because it's who he is. His podcast is a great resource with fabulous guests, and I'm excited to have found this platform to learn as much as possible to expand my life on so many levels. Logics, thank you so much for leaving that review, and if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream marathon podcast, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes, or search Greatest Possible Self on Apple Podcast Store, and you can get a uh, review like that. And Thanks so much in advance for doing that. We get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, so let's keep rocking. I'm going to introduce Paula in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this is the gold that you've been waiting for to really own your joy and your peace and connect to your purpose, okay? And we're going to do some healing up in here. So let's introduce her and then we will bring her on the screen. Paula Brown's purpose, her life's art, is to ignite and connect folks to their own heart and to the heart of nature. She is the ultimate guide in getting people and their pets unstuck and into mutual understanding and healing. Paula is an animal communicator and artist, healing heart to heart with fur folk talk between pets and their people. Her telepathic, energetic reads and pet essence fine art connect the gifts, needs, and hearts of people and their pets in both present and past moments. The Heart of Conversation is the name of her communications business that reflects her expertise to get to the heart or cause, the essence of healing need for physical and emotional bodies of her animal and people clients. Paula's best-selling book, Fur Shui, an introduction, Fur Shui, <laughs> introduction to Animal Feng Shui, TM, it's trademarked, <laughs> in US, Canada, UK, translated to Italian, shines her intuitive tools and blue sky quest questing within and beyond the visible world. And we are blessed to have Paula with us here today. We're going to rock the house. We're going to shine the light. We're going to ignite and spread some joy and some love. Paula, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Yes. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. You've been here before, and it was yeah. a blast having you on the last interview. I'm so stoked to dive into this this new you know chapter in your journey and your 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 love for people and their pets. And um, I'm super super excited. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking the time. 
Yeah. Last time we talked a little bit about my purpose work and my sketching and my hardest sketching. And this time we're talking all about my passion, mm. which is talking to fur folks and their people yeah. to unite them and to bring more well-being to both their lives. And just my joy, I just really think that the world can be much, much better place if we all realize our connections to nature. We're all connected. Mm -hmm. And the great way to do that is actually to talk to your fur folk. And I do that. And I do many other things. But to that. open up your heart and to actually share and know that your fur folk is there to heal you. They find you. And they that's find cool. Us. They find <laughs> us. I love it. Paula, we, we're going to dive in so deep. And before that, I want to talk about serve with love, the theme of today. What does that mean for you, Paula? What does serve with love mean? Serve with love is to ignite hearts, period. Mm. And that's, that's, that's my purpose. And to serve with love means to respect, to honor, and to enjoy the, the high value integrity that we all need to have and that we all could have and do have with each other. So that's my service is to serve with the heart, to serve with love. Mm, I love it. And you mentioned an overview of what you are capable of, some of your gifts. I know that it goes so much deeper than that. Before we dive into that more, though, let's go back on your journey and catch up anyone who's just finding out about you. I know we talked about it in our first interview, but just for people who are just tuning in, why don't you communicate a little bit more about your journey to becoming a hardest and helping people with their fur folk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the journey has been awesome. And uh, it's, it, you know, if I can survive my journey, anybody can survive anything in mm -hmm. their life. Because at a young age, I knew that I was talking to animals because I come from an Irish lineage. And my Irish grandmother would say, I, you hear them too. And I'd be in the dairy barn with the cows with the Guernseys and I'd be talking away and you know she was known as a hands-on healer and since she had a wonderful Irish accent she she was very well accepted um, but my mother being the protective lioness that she was mm. said oh you have to keep this secret because we don't we want you accepted and so all my life, uh, I, I took other forms to find essence of things. I became a branding expert, a creative director for large ad agencies. I, mm -hmm. I shoot right to the center, right to the heart of things. And, and I have this knowing. Mm -hmm. And that's because I can read people and animals and nature and read the connections that people want to be, their passions, what fuels their desires to, to support their unique being in this life. So I uncover and unstuck. I'm I'm I'm, I'm an unsticker of <laughs> people. <laughs> you know, some people are glue. I get the glue unstuck. <laughs> so we need, I we need we need you, Paul. Some of Paul, yeah. some of us need that unsticking in our life. <laughs> That's right. And boy, did I need it when I was when I was growing up too, and my, all my adult life because I could never really speak my truths mm. until very recently and i've been doing animal communications officially for 20 years and even then it was dicey to begin with now we're very fortunate to have people like chris and other people who bring out the fact that there are these wonderful invisible connections of bonds of love between everything that we speak to mm. are in our environment as well as, you know, what we come into connection with. And nature is a beautiful, beautiful example of 
purpose. Mm. Because, you know, that little acorn grows up to be an oak tree and it knows exactly what to do. It doesn't grow up to be a willow. Mm. And a lot of times we as children, as I was, was told, oh, you need to be this, this and that to be Mm. accepted. The oak tree doesn't ask. It just does. It knows its purpose, right? right. And, and, and so, every every phase and stage along the way, it adapts, right? It says, I'm going right. to be the best oak tree I can be. But, I mean, do we know if the oak tree knows if it knows exactly how its branches are going to come out and things like that? Yeah. I think it just has a general craving, a desire, a purpose in life to be the best that it can be. And it's not attached to how its branches or, you know, the, the exactly. knots in, in its, you know, base and trunk and all that kind of stuff, how that stuff gets formed. It's not concerned with that. It just says, hey, I'm going to do my best. Just like yeah. in human beings, we say, hey, what is my best? What do I want? What is my desire? What do I want to move towards? There's going to be some bumps and bruises. And, and failures along the way, so to speak, first attempted at learning, right? So I think it's it's really just trusting the journey and uh, yes. knowing that every single one of us has that purpose within us, but to go from looking outside of what do we want outside and what does outside want us to do to go within and say, hey, who do we want to be? Yes, and that's been the challenge of my entire life. And I'm really encouraging people to listen to what Chris has just said, because when you when you flow with what you are, you arrive at the correct place. Yes. You just do. Mm. And that's what that's what fur folks do. They're very direct. Uh, they don't even understand the word no until we assign it a violent, you know, reciprocity. They they think no is yes because their whole world is positive. Because they know what to do. And and it's so it's so it's so heartwarming for me to uh, find out what people are wanting to do. And our fur folks know that already. That's why they come into our lives. So it's a real healing opportunity when you're out in nature to find your own nature and and to be the best you can possibly be is just to be you and to and to be like that oak tree. You just grow. You grow. That's it. I love Simple. It. I love it. This, is, this is great. This is great, Paul. I want to talk about your abilities um, and the evolution development of them, you know, from, from that time where you were kind of just doing it as a kid and then trying to fit in with society and what happened to your abilities and how did you really start to rediscover and, and own them over the journey? Can you take us on that path? Yes, it's uh I'm a I'm a telepath and intuitive and a clairvoyant and odd. I, you know, I hear things. Um, so I, I, all my life, on my career path, I could finish people's sentences and know where they wanted to go. And so I became very silent and, but I found myself in the world of art expressing the heart of what I did and what other people do. And in college, I used to do doodles in my inorganic and organic chemistry classes, which were very tough. And people bought my doodles in order to to pass the class because I would get right to the heart of things and the focus. So I knew, oh, I've got some talents here. So I applied it to the advertising world and became a new business um, expert, a creative director. And so I, I became the huntress for brand and for essence for very large companies and agencies and my own my own clients and then i i had a series of dreams and i have dreams that tend to come true and the dream was a choice between um following a favorite account executive i was working with or following a cat 
Mm. And I chose to follow the cat. What? <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what, what, was the, what was the magnetism? How did you know? Cat, I'm choosing you. Well, I had a dream and I was given this choice where the cat was talking to me. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, I know I can talk to you. And, you know, I do this all the time. I'm like the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, but this is, you know, the accounting executive is the way I make my living. Mm-hmm. And the cat says, well, and just looked at me. And then the dream ended. And I got up and I went, this is weird. And so the next night, you know, if the universe doesn't, you don't hear the universe first, it hits you again. Yep. So I was hit over a, the head with a baseball bat with a new dream, which was the cat. And it wasn't saying anything, but I heard the words animal behavioralist specialist. Mm. And then it ended and I went, okay, I have to call my friend. My friend was a very, very famous healer. Mm. And uh, I studied with him. I've been in the meantime, I was studying feng shui. I was studying medical qigong. I was studying, you know, that body language of horses. I was studying everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I called up my friend and his, uh, his, his book came off the shelf and almost hit him in the head when I called. And it was the book by Carol Gurney talking with animals. Mm. And he says, I think you need to do this. Wow. And he says, there's a class, there's a free class in, you know, in the city tomorrow night. Why don't you just go? And so I went to the class and then uh, I was approached and said, you need to come to my training. You already know everything, but you need certification and all this stuff. So you you get to come free. I don't even, I don't want your payment. And so I went and I studied and became an assistant to her. And for a couple of years, then I, then I started my own thing. And then I wrote first way and uh, the rest is kind of history. And so I was I was encouraged to come out into the daylight with my talents mm-hmm. by a very, very wonderful group of supportive people. And that's what you need. Mm-hmm. You need to have your support group, you know. So join ranks with Chris and join ranks with people who are speaking their truths yeah. because that's how you grow and that's how you're accepted. And it was it was me actually accepting myself more than anything else. Yeah, and and you know what's so beautiful about today is we can see people who are just like us with similar gifts, with similar challenges, blocks, dreams, all of it, right? Like we can see people just like us and be able to relate with them. And I know that like social media has allowed the spread of information and you know 10 15 years ago you probably thought you were completely alone with these gifts or like you know like maybe 0.00001% of the world <laughs> actually has them and then you start to find out wow maybe there's actually a lot more people like this and i just get to be around them i get to you know see what what's working for them why are they so confident how are they making their living they're thriving doing what they love you know how how do they live their purpose and so i'm sure you've seen that over time and you just like got so much confidence about who you are and what you have to to share with the world just by seeing that hey other people are doing it too give you some reassurance exactly and it's uh it's tough to be out there alone and there's how many billions and trillions of people we're not meant to be alone we're meant to work with each other and that brings me to a topic where you know if you do communicate with animals, your own animals are the hardest ones to communicate to mm. with because you have subjectivity. Mm. And so you need another person to read your animal. Mm. So 
it's very obvious to me that we're all connected and we, we do find the people that um, are going to help us thrive and flourish. And I, I just look at trees, uh, rocks, stones, animals, insects, they help me flourish because I know I'm affecting them mm. and they're affecting me. And it's a, it's a holistic world and it's just not within you. It's, it's how you project and how you affect people and, and what you do. I mean, people, I mean, it's like the ketchup in the refrigerator door. Your purpose is right there. It's always there and it's always hitting, hitting you on the head. But do we listen? Go. Yeah, we've got, we've got safety nets and we've got safety zones <laughs> and we have all sorts of wonderful things that our egos protect us from because mm-hmm. of our past experiences and, you know, I wasn't vocal about this for many, many years because of my past experiences, because I approached it as everybody can do this. Why aren't you talking to your dog? You know, why aren't you talking to the cow? And my grandmother, you know, was, I, you can hear them too. Not many people can hear them. And I went, oh, oh, really? Not everybody can do this? But I know everybody does. See, that's it. You're you're stealing part of your spark and and your wonderful shine out there if you don't recognize that you're already doing these things and acknowledging yourself for it and patting yourself on the back for communicating with nature, communicating mm-hmm. with yourself and with other people yeah. through the heart. It's before it goes to the mind. And everybody is, you know, you walk into a house and it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And that's because the energy's stuck. Mm-hmm. And so you get up next to a person and you're not really warming up to them. And it says, oh, there's something in their field, you know, literally, that is not aligned with what you're projecting. So they want some of that good stuff that you've got. And so you have to figure out how to connect with that good stuff with other people. And a lot of people connect through their fur folks. Mm. They this, do. Is, this is beautiful. <laughs> I, want to, I want to talk about like, what do we need to be paying attention to to heal, to be our greatest possible selves, to live our purpose when it comes to our fur folks? You need to know that they come into your life for a big job and a big reason. Each fur folk has a job. Mm. And now the majority of my reads are pointing out that the jobs are very, very much a mirror to their people. So if you see your animal itching like crazy or acting up or being stubborn or has a behavioral issue, they're pushing your buttons. Mm -hmm. And so whatever buttons they push, you have to be very aware that there needs to be some healing on both sides. They're trying to tell you something. They're, They're very much trying to tell you something. And there was one read that I had of a horse that was... Uh, rubbing a young girl on the side of the arena during arena riding, you know, Mm -hmm. show riding. And the mother was a big um, philanthropist and she was very concerned. She loved the horse, didn't want to sell it. So she called in communicators Mm -hmm. and we asked the horse why. And these animals have missions. Mm -hmm. They have visions. They have missions just like us. And this horse says, I don't care if you send me away. I don't, I would rather die than be in this arena. And it was a, it was a top horse, you know, it was top breed. And it says, because I am supposed to be working with handicapped children. I'm supposed to be healing handicapped children. And we brought our reads back to the woman. She instantly just started crying. She says, okay, now I understand. 
And she had a neighbor who had a boy in a wheelchair. So she went and got the wheel, the guy in the wheelchair and brought him to the arena, put him on the horse and the horse completely calmed down. And now it's one of the leading healing horses for children with handicaps to help them bring more confidence into their life, to show them that they can do things, to show them that they're whole and accepted. This horse had a mission and it didn't care. Just sell me, you know, send me off to the glue farm. You know, I've got a mission. This is what I need to be doing. So this is, you know, the awareness, they'll act up, they'll become ill. A lot of animals have the same illnesses as their people do now because they absorb all that energy. They're trying to help you. They're trying to heal you. So they absorb it to take it away. And I had a gum issue on uh, one side of my mouth and my cat started not eating very well. And I looked at the lip. It had the same gum issue that I had. Wow. And when I healed, it healed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing. They absorb your stress. You come in, oh, you know, I've had a crazy day. And then all of a sudden they start acting crazy and start <laughs> gnawing at the furniture. Well, <laughs> they've got your craziness. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I know, um, yeah. A friend of mine, she has a, a dog and the dog like misbehaves whenever she's gone, right? And whenever yep. whenever she's doing stuff and the dog will like pee in the in the house and different stuff like that. And it's like whenever she feels alone, she probably, you know, like acts out or does things that aren't like empowering, right? And don't don't align with her purpose. And so her dog probably does yeah. similar things and acts out and, you know, expresses itself, tries to get attention and different things like that. So, you know, we can, we can look at our, our animals and say, Hey, what, what patterns are going on in our lives and where do we feel pain and where, where can we look to our animals to say, Oh, that's, that's where we're not feeling great right now. And that's, that's so powerful. What a powerful mirror. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you, um, the energy of us as physical beings, you know, the chakra system is very affected by the whole chakra system of your animal. And wow. I call these little guys that suffer from abandonment because of maybe they're a rescue or something, some trauma has happened. Wow. And you never know whether it's emotional or physical and in, in which body it is and why. But I'll tell you, I, the, the ones that are really abandonment issues, I call them Klingons. <laughs> because <laughs> because they just cling and they're needy and then everybody gets upset yet they usually have some chakras reverse mm. like the second third or fifth or yeah. sixth six is kind of a if your sixth chakra up here is reversed then you you have to do it all by yourself Because you're not connected to your angels, you're not connected to your helpers here on earth or any place else. And so you're just exhausted all the time. And the second chakra is your self-confidence and who you are. And it's 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 dynamically reflecting Mm. what their people's chakra systems are. And so if you have one of these little animals that are a Klingon, you need to look at your own chakra system. Because it's totally reflecting what you are and who you are. And to treat the emotional body, I'm also a flower essence practitioner. Mm-hmm. And so I, I read for the essences that will, that will balance the emotional body. And 
now I'm telling people who have reeds to take the same essences as their animals because that's part mm-hmm. of the healing. So, you know, you get a you get a double whammy healing when yeah. when you read or when you pay attention to your animals, a whole new world opens up, and you've got to ask why are they pushing my buttons? What what's the cause of this behavior? Or mm-hmm. or how can I how can I help myself? What am I doing? Yeah. You know, am I getting enough sleep? Right now, I have one cat that runs across my keyboard when I've been on the computer too long. Wow. And he just sits on my keyboard and looks at me. And I'm going, <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't have dinner. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go eat dinner. <laughs> you know, it's, gosh, it's, it, I'm just like looking to all these different instances in my life, right? Like really, really being curious. Why? Why? Why are these patterns showing up? And uh, it's just, it's fascinating. I think if we just take a look at what are, what's happening with our animals, what's happening with our fur folk, and how can we use that to be a powerful mirror, to, to coach ourselves, to guide ourselves, to lead ourselves. And it's it's great to attempt to do it on our own. I'm sure we can get some yeah. level of yeah. progress. But like working with someone like you, Paula, with all these different uh, gifts and abilities <laughs> and uh, like intuitional, you know, nudges and like just who you are, right? It's like so yeah. much more powerful to get that clear, concise guidance to help people get through whatever season of, of blocks or frustration or pain that they might be going through. And I think it's super valuable. Yeah, it brings, when somebody has a read, um, it brings so many points to clarity. And so then once you see the cause, you can certainly find many, many sources for solutions um, from alternative to Western to even, you know, journaling for yourself. I I had one animal that was such a good guard dog that they could tell who belonged in the house and who didn't. And it was a single woman. And I said, geez, you know, this cat is telling you who to let into your house and who not to, and also who to let into your relationships and not to. Mm-hmm. And in relationships, a fur folk can be really very, very interesting. And, and you become more aware of who you need to be with, who you not need to be with. And, and if there's an issue with your partner or what you're searching for and I call these little guys, you know, chi masters because they go around an environment and they find out all the stuck or stagnant energy and all the good energy. And you just even even uh, a dog or a cat or even a bird wandering through a house, you know where your house is cool, where your house is not so cool, Mm. you know, and they're just they're amazing. It, it's just really amazing the knowledge they have. And it's because they're speaking in an original language. When we were a baby, we speak heart to heart. Mm. Our parents and other people know exactly what we want. You know, even if we're not crying, they know what we want because, because you speak here first from your gut or your second brain, and then you go up to your mind and it gets processed and it comes out yep. rationally. Yep. Well, if yep. you just go here to here, you know exactly what's going on. And that's why your, why your animals, when you're going to take them to a vet and you even spell out V-E-T, they know you're going to the vet, so they hide. Because <laughs> <laughs> you thought it. You thought it here and you haven't said anything. Wow. So, you know, our animals are easy. It's, they're, they're quicker to accept, accept healing. Yeah. They don't question it. They just mm-hmm. do it. It's sort of like a big Nike commercial, you know? It's amazing. Oh my gosh. This is great. I want to I talk about 
if we're if we're experiencing stress and frustration and things like that with our our animals or even you know disease and things like that we're experiencing it our animals are experiencing it as well what can we do in those kinds of situations to help ourselves and the animals first number one thing is to get into some sort of process or schedule with yourself and your animals and keep it mm-hmm. become more reliable um, more responsible to your own schedule and responsible to theirs because stress just busts up a timetable like crazy. You don't eat, you don't sleep, get enough sleep. A lot of the animals are telling their people to get more sleep mm-hmm. and get on a good self-care um, schedule, 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 schedule. And I think that's why fur folks really don't care for change that much. Mm. because it disrupts the flow of their energy in their everyday life. And we as people tend to take in so much information and so much stress and so many other people's stuff, we don't even realize what our own stuff is and what their stuff is. Mm. And so you need to take time to do nothing. Mm. I mean, look at your dog, look at your cat, look at your bird. They just take time to do nothing. And that's what our brain needs. It's for health, emotional, and physical well-being, and we just are running so fast now. Yeah, so, I, I feel I feel yeah. like I'm able to just like sit down and you know pet. We have a, a Chihuahua, right? And I, I used to be like yeah. big dog person, like German Shepherds only, you know. But my girlfriend, she loves Chihuahuas, so I'm like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see how it works out. And I just find myself because I see the animal having the energy of, man, I'm just totally in bliss, totally at peace, totally loving life. I go out and I tan and I just enjoy. <laughs> I'll just like, I, I just sit down and, you know, take some deep breaths and like just be in that present moment with the animal and, and like ex- feel that love exchange, feel that love flow, so to speak. And it's just like, if that, if our dog wasn't there, then I wouldn't be so present to that energy. Yes. So it's like, what a, what a blessing, you know? And I think you've hit the nail on the head because in my workshops and my teachings and my work, it's always done exactly in the present moment. Hmm. And animals live in the present moment. They really do with all their baggage and everything else. They're affected by the past, but they live exactly in the present moment. And it's a big lesson for us. I mean, we're all safe, we're all comfortable, we're all accepted, and we're all loved if we live in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And that's key. That is really key. And our animals are so, so diligent in telling us that. I mean, Mm -hmm. look, when you sit and you, you stroke a kitty and it purrs, there's all this empirical studies of purring and all this stuff. And Yeah, it helps you. It calms you down. It brings you into the present moment. And it's a vibrational tone. It's like music, you know, put yourself on some soft, good music, Mm. you know, nothing jarring, but (laughs) it's like, give yourself a purr, give yourself, give yourself some present moment uh, music and, and acceptance and just breathe deeply and be in the present moment. And nine times out of 10, you'll be able to solve your, your, your issues, your opportunities, and your challenges mm-hmm. so much quicker and in such a positive way if you're in the present moment. Yeah, because if you're in the future worrying or being in some kind of fear, anticipating something going wrong, then you're not living in the present moment. Your energy is 
distracted. You're not, you're not being the creator. And most likely, you're not experiencing joy and happiness and aliveness and love. And if you're in the past, yep. shame, guilt, regret, whatever else it might be, you know, you're also not able to experience the present. So just it, what a reminder, great reminder um, for folk can be to be here and now. They really, they really try to ground everybody. I've had horses, you know, just come up to me and lean up against me and remind me to wow. be grounded. I'm, I'm not exactly a grounded individual. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have these, these things. I mean, trees tell me to be grounded. Yeah. They take Ooh. me into the root system. Wow. You can, you can put your back up against a tree, a friendly tree, like an oak or a pine or an elm. And just let it merge with your energies and it'll take all the stress out of your body, your energy zone. And I'll tell you, it's the best thing you can do for lower back pain wow. due to stress is wow. lean up against a tree. Are there unfriendly back. trees? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> How do or we know? evil trees. <laughs> How do we know which ones are... are not don't don't approach oleanders nah they're they're really toxic and some of the stone the uh stone fruit trees don't really like to have human contact Mm -hmm. um but stick to the uh coniferous the the acorn bearing uh willows are very soothing uh and you can really take Tell the personality tree, just lean up against it with your hand and ask it permission if if you can merge with it. And it's standing there, so it it's there waiting for you. And they, <laughs> they, they all communicate through their this fungal system and their root system. And so if one tree helps you, all the rest of their beings help you. Wow. It's amazing. And that's been empirically proved that they communicate. You know, if there's an insect coming and eating their leaves, they actually communicate to other trees in a region that the insects coming. So let's say we go to a park and there's a a tree every once in a while spread out. That's, that's better than nothing. But if we can go to like a forest with many, many trees close together and their roots connected, then that can have like a huge multiplication effect of their energy that they're able to contribute to us. Yes. And even like, if you go to a pine tree forest, Mm -hmm. even the needles walking Mm -hmm. on the needles, the needles have an energetic response to your to your body and your root chakra and you know when you go up against a tree make sure it's a healthy tree there's some trees that are trying to heal themselves and they don't really want to have anything to do with you so you can always always look and check it out for help but that's that's medical qigong it's uh it's just part of an ancient science of healing Mm. and you know, nature's been around a long, long time. And so it knows what it's doing and it knows what your nature is too. And to me, your assignment is to find out what your nature really is. Mm -hmm. And so why not use nature to find that? And so tapping, tapping into the purpose conversation, how can we really create a, a symbiosis with nature, with fur folk, with animals, with, you know, life? How can we create that symbiosis to really connect with our purpose and what we're here to do? Well, in Hawaiian Huna philosophy, which I'm a Hawaiian shaman, um, it's called grokking. Mm. And you merge with somebody, but you still keep your energy, but you totally just let go and be with that being. And 
in order to do that, I mean, it is a process. You learn by process and even grokking, there's a process that you need to learn. And to talk with an animal or to talk with nature, you need to study a little bit. You need to find out the process and you need to, there is a system to this. And some people are a little bit more intuitive about it than others, but you know, we're all system oriented people. So why not find out the system so you can use the system to heal yourself. And so there definitely is a process. You open up your heart, you, you, um, you do this underneath um, in a very grounded situation. So you you do need to learn these things and everybody's doing it 24 seven. They just don't realize what they're doing. Mm. So it's a big awareness to find out what the process and what the system is that you can use and use it safely. Mm. There's um, some people that don't use it all that safely mm. and they get really affected. And I know I've known a lot of healers and people who've, you know, just gone full, full throttle out there without knowing how to set the container for that safe system to communicate with nature so it can help you and you can help it. Mm-hmm. There are boundaries. I mean, we're all different. And so we all have to recognize our boundaries and recognize the individual. And the first thing is just to go out in nature. I don't care if it's out in a parking lot with one tree, just sit there and sit there and stop the mental monkey chatter and just calm your head, take a few deep breaths and listen. And the first thing that you get hit in the gut with the first message, whether it's a feeling, a hearing or a visual, that's the object reaching out to talk to you. I mean, I've even felt branches on the, on my back asking me, to save the trees. And the next day, the city came out and just started hacking the trees away. And I ran out and I saved our whole block of trees because this tree spoke to me just by knocking me on the back. I was watching TV and all of a sudden, God, is there somebody in the house? And there's this, and I felt a branch. And then I knew it was the tree talking. And I went, I didn't know anybody was coming. Save us, save us. And Boop, the next morning, here was the city that didn't know how to trim, you know, liquid ashes. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you just listen. And no matter how goofy it seems that you get, accept it. Don't rationalize it. Just accept it. I call it in a read, the flying yellow banana. When you don't know what it means, it just flies through and you're going, <laughs> oh, <laughs> There goes a flying yellow banana. And and you you report it to somebody or you report it to yourself. And then in two or three days or even a couple hours, it all makes sense. Something happens to validate what you felt, seen. So just feel it. If it's a feeling, fine. If it's a visual, fine. If it's a hearing, if it's a sound, that's fine. But just listen with all your senses. Mm. So this is like really connecting with, with nature, with fur folk. And being in tune with what is going on around us, how does that all relate to our heart? I know we kind of talked about that earlier and leading with our heart, coming from our heart. Can you tell us more about that? You have to trust your gut. Mm. And science has identified the second brain as in the stomach region. And um, it's down in the lower dantian, down right below your navel. That's your second brain. That's your intuitive brain. And most people call it the heart. But the heart center is uh, your love chakra, your your emotional chakra. So I just call it heart. So if if something comes in, 
you your heart acknowledges it first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that funny feeling you got about somebody and it's actually their essence, but they do a really good job in covering it up mm-hmm. or or their agenda or their intent. Wham, you get hit with that agenda or the intent in your brain. Mm-hmm. You get hit with what is real, what is unseen in your heart. And that's where you get a lot of confidence in accepting who you are and accepting other people for actually who they are and actually seeing who they are and seeing business, life, partnerships, for folks, nature, anything, seeing it as it actually is, mm-hmm. is that first hit in your gut. And nine times out of 10, you can feel it. We're just mm-hmm. taught not to respond to it by the time we're an adult. So go, go talk to your child. Talk to your child that's within you and ask it to signal you when you get these messages and pay attention to that child. Give that child a little bit of space in you. Go back and see how you were flowing as a child, what you like to do, and acknowledge that child. Get that picture of you as a child in your head. And when you're out there foraging or finding out new things or meeting new people, let that child speak and that's your gut. So that's about the best I can do to tell you how to use this and how to find it. But, you know, let your child speak every once in a while you need an ice cream cone, you know, that's, I love it. I love it. I think uh, the child just really meditating with that and recognizing that we are, we are all versions of ourselves. We are the child. We are the, um, you know, we're the adult, we are the parent, we are the grandparent, right? Like we can really step into all those energies at once, even if chronologically we yeah. haven't been there yet in in the yeah. you know, thing of time right like I'm, I'm not yet a parent but I step into the parent energy and same thing with with relating back to our child like hey we can reconnect with that we can really get present to who we were as a as a child what were our desires how did we feel in the world how do we express ourselves how do we play how did we imagine and just reconnect with that energy and that essence it's the same thing same intentionality it sounds like with with pets with nature yes. with with people like we can really just reconnect with hey what what is wanting to come forth what is wanting to be expressed what what is important here what what should i be paying attention to here what are the signals what are the signs and just be more open to communication, uh, as well as, like you said, with with boundaries and being grounded and protecting ourselves. I think it's it's really the first thing people get to do, in my opinion, is open up first and then say, okay, I'm open now. How do I how do I stay in this great energy? How do I keep receiving and keep giving my love at the optimal kind of flow? Yeah, yeah. And the the whole thing in talking to fur folks is the first thing you do is get grounded, be in the Mm. present moment, and then open your heart. Mm. And that's where people need a lot of practice. Mm. And I just do it automatically. And then later on, I go, oh, you know, I had that message. Why did it ignore it? But it was part of my ego trying to protect me that made it ignored. So it's the patterns and and to recognize the patterns that we've set up to, to be safe to actually be safe, to have a safe container. Sometimes those patterns aren't suited anymore. Those patterns that we had when we were a kid um, to survive, you know, just aren't applicable anymore. And mm-hmm. so you need to identify the pattern, just like you do in a fur folk, identify the pattern and the cause of the pattern. Then you give a carrot, 
you give an extra sweet prize of mm. an alternative way of doing things that the ego can accept and go, oh, okay, I feel comfortable from that. That's not going to be painful. You give you give a new pattern and then reinforce that and say it, live it, journal it. Mm. Journaling is a great, great resource for communicating with nature, automatic writing. Um, and believe it or not, your child, your adult, your your older self all are in the same timeline. It's simultaneous timelines, and you can go visit them at any time, like you're saying. It's all possible. Mm -hmm. So open up your heart to more possibilities. At the same time, you do need to have some rules. Mm -hmm. You need to have rules in order to feel comfortable about doing all these things, and also to keep your physical and emotional body uncluttered and not absorbing other things mm. an animal will just jump right in and absorb things unconditionally mm. i mean mm. what else will do that like a tree it just absorbs things unconditionally wow. uh how many human beings do you know do that and the ones that do that tend to be um a little bit out of harmony and diseased mm. and and they 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 need better boundaries or maybe they need their their own self to be realized a little bit but you know there's the ego's there to protect you uh don't destroy your ego mm. you have to you have to tempt it with something new so your ego will grow and shift that pattern into something really positive that will help you and serve other people yeah that's I, the trick i want to dive into the give a carrot give a prize rewarding you know, different, different things that we might interact with, with nature, with, uh, with our fur folk, with uh, even, you know, childhood self or whatever self we're wanting to connect with. Why is that important? Can you tell us a little bit more about that gesture, that energy? It's very important because in Hawaiian, uh, uh, Huna, uh, the ego is called the coup and the coup runs from pain and runs to pleasure. And that's your automatic system. That's your atomic system going. And and what it does is that it pleases all your logic. It pleases your ego, and it pleases your higher self okay. to to give yourself good words, to give yourself positive love. And, you know, um, the the Japanese scientists that. Uh, uh, did messages from water mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you would take um, a glass of water and put it on the word love mm -hmm. and let that word just sit underneath it for a while. And then you took a glass of water and put it above the word hate on the word hate, or maybe a not so great person like Hitler or something. And um, then you take a, then he took a droplet of water and created, created water crystals, snowflakes mm -hmm. out of them. And the ones with the positive message created beautiful symmetrical um, crystals. The ones with a negative talk couldn't create a crystal. Mm. They were all mutated. Mm. And so it all depends on what words you're getting and giving yourself. Mm. And that's a huge, huge thing. That's a vibrational tone that you put out when you when you comment or be judgmental to another person you're giving them hate mm -hmm. and all those little water bubbles that we're made up of absorb that vibrational tone. And so therefore we receive hate. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's the, the energetic level, the, the vibrational level of it. That's one level. And I also think that the ritual level of every time we do something that is, you know, I mean, obviously if we could be in, in gratitude and appreciation 24 seven, complete unconditional love 24 seven, we would. And that's, that's ideal. That's where we're going to. That's like the journey. Right. And I think every time we intentionally connect with nature with our higher selves with the child child self with uh, you know fur folk that is an opportunity to remind ourselves hey i want to give honor i want to give reverence i want to give respect and love to this being to this relationship that we have and to continuously do that so that we remember what this is all about and, and the love that we all are yeah and just to give a fur folk reference to this uh you treat your animal to wonderful food, good mm-hmm. food. You treat your animal to good words, to good feelings, to touch, and you always compliment them. And I do this constantly with my animals. I say, hey, you know, you're looking great today. And when they're ill, especially, you need to go in and give them lots of compliments, give them lots of touch, give them lots of love. and you know, actions of love, actions of compassion, not just thoughts, yeah. but actions in the physical. We're, we're all here in the physical world, and we need to give the physicality to our animals and to ourselves. I mean, look what a hug does to someone else. Look what a hug does. You know, yeah. look what a smile does. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so I always smile at my animals. I always tell them that they're great guys and you know they know it when they're in trouble mm. they do <laughs> <laughs> oh and they gosh. go oops yeah, yeah but i think i'll try that again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> ours ours like gets these like kind of uh japanese eyes you know kind of oh, closed, yeah. closed eyes and she's like crawls like sorry <laughs> you know it's so funny yeah. um and but- when you when you when you do a read it's really funny um I'm I'm expressing the read. I'm reading the read over the phone to the fur folks person, and they're sitting right by the phone, and they they know when they've been busted, <laughs> and they come right up to the phone and go, oh, and they never say anything bad about their people, but they know when they've been busted. Oh my gosh. I love this. I love this, yeah. and I also love what you said about actions. Right? It's not just thoughts or even words. Are great. These are great things, and like what actions are we are we showing? I love how you said circling back to schedule. Like what's your schedule? Are you remaining consistent with, you know, taking them out for exercise, going to the park, you know, different things like that that would show them, "Hey, I love you. I want you to be happy. I want you to feel free and express yourself and reconnect with nature." Just as I need grounding and reconnecting with nature, you need that too, you know? So really showing through your actions that they are a priority and that you love them and uh, you know, doing things for them. Exactly. And guess that what guess what that does for you too. Mm. You become free. You become exercised. You become better. These fur folks are put here to help us and they know it mm. and and they show it. And by us showing our intent of love and cherish and care for them, you're showing the same thing to your own higher self. Mm. You really are. And so that's recognized. If somebody somebody loses a fur folk, I I read animals that have crossed over, and it's such a blessing for these reads to happen because all of a sudden you're without 
your support system. You're without all those kind words that you've been saying to your animal that you're actually saying to yourself. So it's a huge mirror and it's a huge mirror. And it's nice to know that you're going to be fine. It's nice to know that they're fine. It's nice to know that they're they're still with you. You know, energy never dies. It just transforms. And so in our lives, we just evolve like our energy evolves. And it's it's just amazing what people learn when a fur folk passes. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. It's really cool, actually. This is so so beautiful, Paula. So I want to give people an overview of what they can do with you. Like we mentioned, a bunch of different gifts and you know training and skills that you have to bring to the table. So why don't we share how they can take those next steps, how they can get involved with you, readings. Let's tell them about that, okay? Yeah, I'm available for remote reads and in-person reads. I mean, I'm in California, so in-person would be close to my home. Okay. But most of my reads are remote. And so I'm involved with that. You can you can jot me at Paula at animalhearttalk.com. Okay. And I help you out with um, when you have a new fur folk, when there's big changes in your lives or in your house or your relationships. And, you know, during transitions, during emergencies, especially during moves, there's lots of moving around now. And mm-hmm. a fur folk needs to know where it's going, what's going to happen. Are you going to be there? You know, they're even down to time. They like to know the times. So I can do remote reads. I can do even group reads if you've got a group of fur folks. And then also I've got a new online class that's starting at the end of this month called Mastering Fur Folk Talk. And I've taught many workshops, I mean, all around the world, Finland, Helsinki, you know, all these places. And now I'm taking it online to offer it to everybody. And this is just a beginner. You don't need to, you don't even know how, you don't even know, have to know how to meditate for this. It's, it's showing that system, that process Mm -hmm. that you go through. And it starts October 29th. You can go to www.furfolktalk.com and sign up or, you know, give me a buzz. You know, my, my website is www.animalhearttalk.com. And you can reach me at Paula at Animal Heart Talk if you need any more description or I can send you an agenda. But I've, I just love seeing people have the aha moment of actually feeling, hearing, and or even listening to their fur folk. It's just, it opens up doors like you wouldn't believe. And most of the doors are, you know, creating greater confidence in your gut feelings, mm-hmm. validating these things in life and business. This is what learning how to do this does. And you don't have to become an animal communicator. You're just you're just connecting with the joy and deeper connection so you can make quicker decisions when something happens with you and your fur folk. You can you can come to clarity, mm. more confidence, joy, peace, and ah, oh, well-being. I know, I know what this is about. You know, maybe I'll give Paula a call and have a full read, but I got a hint about what direction I need to go. And so this is just a beginning stepping stone on talking to nature and actually talking to your own nature. There's going to be a lot of huna in it. And uh, there's a lot of self-realizations once you go through one of these animal communication classes. It's it's so cool. It's really neat. So, so awesome. that's so about awesome. me. 
Paula, this is, this is so great. So animalhearttalk.com. They can connect with you there. They can send you an email, Paula, at animalhearttalk.com. And for anyone who's listening or watching, just schedule a conversation. Send Paula a message. Let her know what you got out of this interview because yeah. it was profound. It's powerful. And anyone who owns or uh, would you call it owning an animal or has, has animals uh, in their family? You know, there's, there's, there's two <laughs> things that communicators get a little bit, their fur on the back. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, we are their people. Mm. You don't own anything in nature. You don't own anything. So it's like that fur folks person or mm. whatever. And the other thing is um, some animal communicators like to be called psychics. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, for telling the future. I'm working with solutions in the present moment. Yeah. And so we like to be known as animal communicators. Um, whispers are great. Uh, there's We're new and it's a new niche that is being flooded with a lot of people. So if you feel good with your communicator, great. If you don't feel good, run, run to the next communicator. <laughs> It's the alignment. Get get someone who aligns with you. If you can feel with your intuition, with your gut, with your heart, like yeah. it's lined up. So yeah. Paula, this is this and, is beautiful. Oh. Oh, also, I'd like to offer a 20-minute free consultation for the folks that call in from your show because I want to know what your fur folks up to and uh, what your needs are and, you know, maybe do a simple yes-no dowsing. I call mm -hmm. it a Y-quest for you, you know, 20 minutes. Just give me a call. And my phone number is on my website. So that's my cool offering to become a better and more positive person and make the world a better place. Greatest possible <laughs> self. Let's go. Awesome. Paula, you are incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you for bringing your, your love, your wisdom, your light, your joy, your healing to us. And uh, I super appreciate you and the magic you're bringing to the world. Looking forward to uh, contributing and really healing people, reconnecting with their, with their purpose, as well as nature and love and life. I love what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I just, I can't say enough about Chris. He's just like a ball of fire and uh, he's an igniter too. So I really respect him and what he's doing. And I can't believe that he's doing these 12 hour things. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> Thank I you. It. I love it, Paul. We'll see you soon, okay? Thanks for being here. Okay. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, 
tap into your flow and take massive action. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.